It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clug Show. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Remember, you can stay up to date, jlnkshow.com. That also includes all the social media stuff. Uh, and again, as we always ask, if you enjoy the podcast, please uh, spread the good word around on the internets. Uh, we're so close to one million downloads, man. Well, I mean, we're not going to get any prizes uh, if we do get to one million, but it'll make us feel good inside. Is that important to you? It should. Making us feel warm and fuzzy because one million people have downloaded this award-winning podcast. It was pretty funny last week on social media. Just randomly, an alert would pop up, and somebody would be desperately plugging the uh, the podcast on their social media. It was pretty funny. Uh, hey guys, just like to take a minute of your time to tell you about a fun podcast. Make, so thanks make, for doing the work. Make two of my friends feel good on the inside. <clears throat> what are we gonna learn in the podcast today? Well, we're gonna talk about a dude with his quote unquote. <clears throat> Nailing married women kink. Whoa. We'll also find out what guys are thinking about during sex. Have you ever uh, played around with hot wax during sex? That's a negative. It sounds like a miserable time. But we'll talk about the do's and the don'ts. We'll talk about uh, successful car sex. We've got the worst person on the planet, which is hilarious, by the way. And we'll also, uh, I was just skimming through this a couple of minutes ago, just because it's lighthearted and it's fun. Uh, some of the grossest things that women have found in men's houses and apartments. Oh. Uh, a man's house is a pretty gross place if a man lives alone. Um, just men by nature are pretty gross people. So what what have some women uh, found when they've gone over to a man's place? Some of these things are hilarious. Some of them are sad. Some of them are scary. Some of them are just, um, what? What? Uh, so we'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, there's a butcher in the UK. The guy has, uh, it's called the Fantastic Sausage Factory. Oh. They have a mascot welcoming visitors to the restaurant, to the Fantastic Sausage Factory. The mascot's name is Big Willie. And he's, uh, it's a wiener, obviously, a sausage, complete okay. with ketchup and mustard in his hands. Uh, for protection, he's even got a sign announcing who he is. And the owner is requesting the customers not sit on my big willy. <laughs> now, that's funny to most people, right? But right. some people have taken exception, and they're very upset. One angry mother was mad when her six-year-old saw the mascot and read the sign out loud. The big willy's <laughs> owner... Uh, Big Willie's owner and creator doesn't seem to be uh, worried. He reminds people that there's some real problems going on in the world right now, and sometimes it's just okay to laugh. I think just the fact that you called the joint for the past three years, the Fantastic Sausage Factory, you won me over there. You don't, yeah. you don't need a mascot, sir. You got me. What kind of sausage is it? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's all the sausages. Whatever you want, they got them. It is the Fantastic Sausage Factory. A uh, 31-year-old man says he feels bad because now he's brought up his kink to his buddies. Now, I don't know how close of friends you have to be with somebody to tell them what your kink is. Like, if you have something really weird. And I don't know how close you have to be. But now he says all of his friends are, quote-unquote, judging the shit out of him because of his... I think, it, I think it'd have to be either super insanely close or, like, not that close at all. There's no in between to, to tell a friend, like, well, it also, hey, you know what I'm into. I think it depends on the kink, too. Like, 
you know, I mean, like some, what are some of the more popular kinks? I wouldn't tell anybody if I was a fucking foot fetish guy. I'd keep that shit quiet. But, like, if you were into, uh, I don't know, like like pregnant women, uh, I think that's common enough that you could share it with your buddies. Or like this guy, he's into, quote-unquote, nailing married women. I don't even know if that's a kink. Like, oh, yeah, I like to uh, covet other men's wives. I'm a commandment breaker. Well, it's his thing. It's it's what gets him off. It all started when he met a woman who was visiting his town uh, from out of town. She was open about the fact that she was married, but was very much okay sneaking around behind her husband's back. They hit it off. They ended up getting it on. And now he says he's not able to stop thinking about it. What he what he learned about himself after is how much it turned him on. <laughs> it may have just been getting laid. That could have been it. He now says he loves the thought of lying, sneaking around, <laughs> getting caught. Uh, he does admit that the thought of getting caught by somebody else's husbands uh, isn't really something he's eager to do. Yeah, also, people get shot over that kind of shit. Every knock at the door, you're like, oh no, is it him? And then he made the mistake of sharing this personal uh, enlightenment with his buddies after it says he says after the big reveal uh really a big reveal uh, that, that's like a you know like a baby shower like a gender reveal and it's, the answer is nailing married women he says his friends are judging the shit out of him his quote not mine his desire to do more married women <laughs> uh, I, I do like his open his for he's very open about it uh he said his his desire to do more married women jumping uh, was pointed out to him that no uncertain terms was wrong and messed up according to his buddies. Well, that if all of his friends are married, they're like automatically like, this is not a safe guy to have around. He's going to try to nail my wife because he gets off from it. He becomes a suspect. It yeah. doesn't, he says, it doesn't seem that bad. As he pointed out, it takes two to tango. So with that being said, he's now left to ask, hey, wait a minute. Uh, what are the ethics of this kink that I have? And it's something that he did and that he wants to continue doing. Um, <laughs> so what is he supposed to do? Well, I'll tell you, the first thing you do is you don't fucking tell your friends that you're still doing it. And then I, I think you I think you just run big willy-nilly around and get it done. Hey, again, takes two to tango. Yeah, you're, what, bo you're both obviously there for the same thing. Who cares? What are you into? Pegging into water sports? Oh, no. I like nailing other men's wives. Hmm. It seems like it could be hazardous to your health. Well, eventually, yeah, one day it's going to come back and get you. All yeah, right. What if uh, a guy shows up at your job one day? Steve here. They're like, hey, can you send Steve down, please? Uh, uh, who may I ask us here? Uh, Deborah's husband. Here, we'll squeeze this in real quick since we're talking about going home with guys. The the most awful, terrible, grossest things that women admit they found in guys' houses. Some of the, Not all these are super terrible, but some of them are super funny, though. Uh, one lady says, I went to a guy's house, and he had a pet rat free roam. Oh, no. Uh, that rat's going to free shit everywhere. Whoa. Hey. You know why the rat was free roaming around? Because at some point in time, he was going to catch it and feed it to a snake. And then he just got lazy? Whoa. He's like, oh, look at its eyes. It looks friendly. One lady says, a shrine complete with 3D printed statues of him. Hmm. Plates and silverware crusted over with old food. Well, if you look hard enough in any guy's place, you're going to find just that. 
Uh, I recommend you look under the bed or under the night table that's next to it because I guarantee he just shoved that shit underneath there when he found out that you were going to be in the room. There was something magical, though, about back in the day living by yourself and taking a half-drunk plate of burrito back to bed and being like, I'm going to just finish this here because I'm a pig. Oh, one of the grossest things you found in a man's place. A security camera on the wall that had the bed and the whole living area in view. Once went on a date with a guy and went back to a studio apartment. There was a security camera on the wall that had everything in view. Didn't know him very well. Didn't trust him that the camera was off. Red flag. I uh, I bounced. Oh, this is a pretty good idea. Gross things that you found in a guy's place, according to the women. Hey, this is something that you should look for. And if they're not there, fucking burn. No cleaning supplies. No toilet cleaner. No dish soap. No dish rag. uh, Rack. No mop. No broom. No vacuum. Dirty dishes in the sink. No trash bags in the trash can. All of these things are a red flag. So what do you do? Just live in filth? I guess. Oh, grossest thing you've ever found in a guy's place. He was using a daily calendar of naked girls as toilet paper. (laughs) So how do you wipe your ass? Oh, with an old snap-on calendar. Uh, With nudes. Oh, lots of pictures of his ex. Even though there was almost a 0% chance that anyone was coming back with me, every time I went out in college, man, or even afterwards, I'd always make sure my place was clean, most just of, on the off chance. Most important thing that you cleaned when you went out went out for a night? The bathroom and the bedroom. Just in case you came home with somebody, man, if you were a guy, the very first thing, and this is a great tip, clean the goddamn bathroom before you leave the house. No woman wants to come back to your house, open up that seat, and see shit stains all over the bowl. You clean up that bathroom before you get in the shower, before you leave for the night, and make sure that that thing's clean, just in case, man. You never know. Your bathroom, yeah, I mean, your bedroom could be a bit of a pigsty, you can have clothes and shit laying around. Clean up the food. Most importantly, you clean that bathroom. Yeah, at the very least, blow the pubes off the seat. <laughs> So what do men think about in the middle of sex? This sure is fun. Uh, They say you'd like to think. When you're getting hot and heavy with a special someone, your attention is solely on the matters at hand. The reality is, man, it ain't. Sometimes your mind wanders. Sometimes you force your mind to wander because you got to think about other stuff. Most guys admit that, yeah, usually the only time we're not thinking about sex is when we're having sex. Accurate. So what are we thinking about? Mid-thought, mid-sex. Every time I get a hickey, I freak out. I start wondering how I'm going to explain it. No one ever will believe me that it's just a mosquito bite. One guy says, I always think about, oh man, how am I going to clean up the long strands of black hair my girl leaves in my bed? I still live with my parents and my mom would get suspicious. Well, that's a unique situation. When I first started getting physical with my new girlfriend, I couldn't stop thinking about how the real deal was so much different than what I see in porn. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we got a whole generation that's going to be fucked up because of that. Yeah. I constantly worry about whether or not I'm doing okay with my partner, if I'm crossing boundaries, or if I'm any good. Am I crossing any boundaries here? Holy shit, dude, what are you doing? There's so much pressure on eye contact unless you want to appear detached. So I'm always occupied with making eye contact, but not too much eye contact because I don't want to overdo it to freak anybody out. These are all pretty valid. 
if the face I'm making during sex is flattering or sexy enough. <laughs> it looks kind of like a grimace to me. Oh, when I think I'm going to finish too soon, I think about relatives and slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dave. I think about random things like how good my dinner was the night before or if we should have dinner after we're done or if I left the faucet on. I constantly remind myself that I'm actually having sex at this very moment. This is incredible. All right. So speaking of sex, um, what was it? Was it the movie Weird Science? Like Kelly LeBrock, she was like, hot candle wax on the nipples. It was like a go-to line when I was a kid. If you've ever thought about using real hot wax, these are the do's and the don'ts, according to the experts. Where did I, I don't get- know. I don't know, Matt. Like, I can't understand wrap my head around what the thrill is with a slight possible burn. I don't get it either. And the, and the movies that they use it in seem so like uh, like that's sex on another level. It's, like, yes, yeah, tease me with hot wax. It's very sensual, but what they don't show you is that sucky. For anybody looking to heat up their sex life, wax play is here for you. I thought about it one time, and I was told that we have cats. Candles are a no-go because the cats will knock it over. They say it's a common misconception that you need to be a professional or part of a BDSM community to try wax play. Newsflash, you don't. They say you can perform wax play with yourself or with a partner. With yourself. It doesn't require many materials to get started. Before you start dripping wax all over yourself, know the techniques and the tools you need to be safe. They say don't just pick up any scented candle you have lying around. That nice smelling candle you got as a gift a few years ago, it's not what you want dripped all over your skin. Those candles burn at high heat and will cause burns. Oh. Oh, I didn't know this. There, so what do you want, like the candelabra candles? There are specific candles for wax play. They burn at a lower heat, and they're made for close contact with the body. Hmm. If you're just starting out, body massage candles are great for beginners. You can light a candle, wait about 15, 30 minutes, blow it out, let it cool, and then you can start dripping. This is weird as hell. If you want to level up to a hotter temperature, go for a soy-based candle. Those are hotter than massage candles, so you can be careful. So you have to be careful with them. I had no idea. I just thought like a regular old tea candle or a birthday candle. That's what I thought, yeah. (laughs) It's the number 40. (laughs) If you're looking for an alternative. My luck, I'd start putting it in my hand and like peeling it off. I'm like, it's like a second skin. Look, look. Yeah, she's like, why do you have a candle that has 16 on it, you weirdo? The man says, uh, this guy says there are other wax items that, oh, if if you don't have candles... You don't know where to get a massage candle, and you don't know where to start. Hey, that's exactly it. Crayons and birthday candles are good to use. They mm. have low-burning temperatures. If you ever celebrated a birthday past the age of 18 and try to light 18 of those things before the first one burns to the ground, you know that's true. Here's how you do it. Make sure you got the right temperature. Light the wick. Let the wax drip on your forearm from about six inches above. Allow yourself to feel what the sensation feels like. If it's not comfortable, keep raising your arm, holding the candle up higher until it's comfortable for you. If it's comfortable for you, it will be comfortable for your partner. 
<laughs> they also say, communicate. Yeah, no shit. Ow! Ah, yeah, you gotta, ah. you gotta fire in hot wax. Of course you're gonna communicate. Here are a few ideas on how to use wax during sex. Once your wax is hot and melty and the temperature feels good, it's time for the main event. Use a massage candle to give your partner an erotic massage. It says, start rubbing their back, and then when they're into it, you can work your way down below the waist. They say, dripping it on different erogenous zones. I filled your butt crack with candle wax. Hey, as long as they're not too sensitive or hairy. Oh. Oh. Yes, that never crossed my mind. She was a Ukrainian woman. Sturdy. Uh, what? Ways to use hot wax during sex. Dripping hot wax on yourself during masturbation can mix up your (laughs) usual routine. Yeah, jerking off by myself just got a little bit stale. Try to amp up the excitement. Use it with your blindfold or bondage play. Use it as a form of BDSM punishment. And then they say... Make sure that you uh, wind things down with some aftercare. Make sure that you have a towel or a cup of water on hand to clean up the wax. Um, A relax, it says relax post-wax session with a cup of tea, cuddling, or other calming actions. What are you doing in there? I'm waxing off. Oh, the most important piece of advice, they say. Do not let what you see online determine what you do in the bedroom since it may be unsafe or entirely fictional. Like people placing wax candles in or around their genitals. <laughs> in? <laughs> what? Now you put this in your pee hole. No. Mm-mm. All right, tips for successful car sex. How do you go? How do you go by? Have a nice, roomy automobile. Back in the olden days, also known as high school, if you are going to get laid, most likely you had to do it in a car. Now we're adults, right? We have better and more convenient ways to do it. You know, like... Home or hotel. Problem is, now that we're older, our bodies are changing and getting uh, sex in a car is a bit more challenging. Although it's just as exciting as it was when we were in high school. Plus, back in the day, like cars of the 60s, 70s, and 80s were fucking boats, man. They had huge back seats. Right. Although now we have stow and go seating, so that's a completely different thing. I'm like, now I gotta try to figure out a way to pull it off in a Honda Civic. Uh, what are the, what's the advice for more successful car sex? Be small. Always go for the back seat, they say. Gonna be more room? That in the center console is a difficult, difficult thing to navigate. You don't have that giving you the business. Most cars these days let you fold the seats down. It's your best option for laying down some comfort. Even if the lack of headroom, you still, um... You still have uh, some positional options with reclining seating. Oh, I didn't know this. Missionary position is going to be your best bet, followed by some side-to-side action. Anything where she's on top is going to backfire on you at some point. Hmm. They say make good use of that shed clothing. Try using it as a pillow so you're not crushing your head up against the car window or a door. Tinted windows are a must if you have them. It says they're not just for reducing the glare from the sun. Every once in a while, you'll be driving around, and you'll see like an SUV or a minivan, like the bone stock, where they didn't get the tinted windows options, and you're like, God damn, you can see everything that's going on in there. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, now we're talking. They say automobiles, cars were made for what? Driving. 
Uh, mouth love. You were close. Oh. <laughs> well, you've let your uh, lack of experience show again, you fucking dillweed. It's funny that <laughs> they're they, made for driving, they, Jason. They call it mouth love. That's a weird way to say it. That'd be a great thing to call it to not get any. What do you think about mouth love? Uh, I think you need to get the fuck out and walk. It says, don't be shy about giving as much as you get. Uh, planning ahead can go a long way, especially if you want to look spontaneous. Uh, hot and heavy potential? Well, bring some condoms, some lube, maybe some baby wipes. Uh, keep everything handy and ready to go. Embrace the discomfort when you're having sex in a car. And remember the main point. You're having fun. Don't stress it. Isn't a lot of stress like somebody's going to find me? That, to me, would be the biggest one. Yeah. Or that a trucker's going to see this going on. Oh, it says right here, choose your location wisely. Where do you go? Parks. Uh, an empty park or a parking lot. Uh, that's more advisable than, let's say, you know, like a Chuck E. Cheese or a grocery store. Oh, like one of those uh, areas, like those uh, commuter parking areas on the side of the highway. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what do they call it? The carpool lot or something? Yeah, yeah. Where you know they're not going to be back for a while or snooping around. Yeah, there's always a risk of local law enforcement catching you and uh, having their say in the matter, obviously, because I think they frown on shit like that, right? Yeah, typically. All right, here's our worst person on the planet. This has an awful, awful detail to it. Now, everybody's, for the most part, is creeped out on clowns, right? Either clowns are scary or clowns are, like, perverted. I don't know. I I guess there's probably a clown kink out there somewhere. If you Googled it enough, you'd find it. I think the older you get, the more you realize clowns are just unnecessary. They're they're sad adults. I don't think I've ever met somebody that ever said, you know what I do on the weekends is I dress up as a clown. I don't think I've ever met anybody that did clown shit. <laughs> I don't think they call it clown shit. Yeah, I'll be out clown shit around on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple birthday parties. Well... Yeah, clowns are never in the news for anything good. I know they're supposed to bring joy to children, but they're always in the news for, like, creeping people out of the neighborhood, you know, chopping people up. You always see pictures, you know, there's always at least one kid in the picture who's getting, the, who's giving the side-eye to the clown. A man staked out the creepiest reaches of uh, porno clown territory. It He stripped down... Oh, God. All right, clown, that'll be enough out of you. A man stripped down to a pair of panties and his clown makeup to put on an <laughs> an X-rated clown show outside of a senior citizen's home. <laughs> oh no! Look what I can do! The man, who is still at large, strolled up to a large picture window at the Willow Bank Nursing Home. Got yeah, I, bet, I bet it snapped those seniors out of their catatonic state. What? Hey, what? Either that or they tell their grandkids when they come to visit. Yeah, there was a clown beating off outside the window. Okay, sure, Grandpa. How, how do you want How do you want that phone call from Mimo to be, you know? You wouldn't believe what they do to us in here. You're like, oh, no, Mimo has to make quilts. And she's like, no, there's a clown that masturbates outside my window. <laughs> You're like, fucking go make some quilts then. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you need to be put in a home, but I don't need a home. Um, he strolled up to the window at the Willow Bank Nursery Home, got the attention of residents that were all in a common area before launching into his... Routine? Uh, but yeah, before he uh, stripped himself down to a pair of panties and started giving himself the business. Um, Did he have the big honky nose and like the wild hair? I hope so, and the big shoes. <laughs> he left his shoes on. Um, 
before he managed. Oh my God, he finished. Well, he, any good show has to have a finale. It's like Kiss playing rock and roll all night. Yeah, right? yeah, I'll be he, disappointed if it's not there. Yeah, the weird thing was his, his cum shot out of a flower. He <laughs> he managed to complete, and then he fled the area before cops made it to the scene. Uh, police say they aren't going to give up uh, until they can, you know, catch him. You know, get him out of that clown car and into, into a police car. A police spokesperson says. I appreciate that the nature of this incident may cause concern to the community, and I would reassure everyone that we are doing all we can to identify and apprehend this person responsible for this. This this fucking bit that he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so there you Probably go. Probably performing here again next Sunday, 3 o'clock. <laughs> what happens, though, if next Sunday in the day room at 3 o'clock the place is fucking packed? That bothers me. You got to have them back. Yeah, these these old folks are like, hey, did you hear what happened in the day room today? And they're like, no. And then they tell the story, and they're like, shit, I need to get in on some of that next Sunday. Well, I know they bring dogs around like every Thursday on a senior citizen center for like pet therapy or whatever. Right. Maybe there's like clown masturbating theory. See, this guy becomes like Jackal during the county fair circuit. You know, every summer, Jackal's there, Jackal's there. And then every Sunday, this guy's showing up to, you know, beat his clown beat in front of all the old folks. <laughs> hey, what if his dick has clown paint on it? Well, I'd like to think that it does. That's at least how I imagined it in my head while we were going through the story. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. <laughs> hey, Mimo's on the phone. She wants to talk to you. No, no, no. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Uh, we have a great time doing it every week. So if you do as well, please share your uh, share the good news on social media. And as always, every Tuesday you get a brand new episode. So we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.